The Church Media Podcast, episode number 12, Five MailChimp Hacks for Your Production Team with Jonathan Holly. Let's do it. Hey there. Welcome to the Church Media Podcast. The definitive podcast for creating dynamic experiences and building solid production teams at your church. Video, audio, lighting, stage design, volunteer culture, and more. You can find the show notes for this episode at 1230media.com slash podcast. And now, broadcasting from the heart of the South, here's your host, church media coach, Carl Barnhill. Hey, and welcome to episode number 12 of the Church Media Podcast. I'm Carl Barnhill, your host. This is the definitive podcast for helping you create dynamic experiences and build solid media production teams at your church. It's my goal to give you the tools and the confidence that you need to use media at your church or through your ministry where people meet Jesus and where they grow in their relationship with him. In this episode, my special guest returns for more, Johnny Holly, production hey, director hey, hey. at New Spring Lexington. He's in the house with me. We're going to be talking about MailChimp and how to use it effectively for your volunteer teams. Remember, you can find the show notes for this episode at 1230media.com forward slash podcast. There you're going to find everything you need to know about this episode, the show notes, some takeaways, and more. Check it out, 1230media.com forward slash podcast. Johnny, welcome back, dude. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, we are going to be talking about MailChimp this week. Really appreciate you coming back. And just to give people uh, another glimpse into who you are, you're the production director at New Spring Lexington. New Spring is one of the top 10 largest churches in the country. An average weekend attendance of something crazy like 35,000 people right. in a weekend. How, How many campuses now? There are 19 campuses. We've got 11 um, operational campuses, and then we have eight house campuses where people just meet in living rooms. And it's uh, it's just streamed right in, internet. That's right. Man, yeah. crazy. All right, Johnny leads production teams, uh, production volunteers, and media staff at the church and is a powerhouse in the community when it comes to church media. God, you like powerhouse. that? Powerhouse. You like that. Hey. I even said it with some... You said Gravitas. Yes, that's great. <laughs> with some power. <laughs> All right, you have a wealth of knowledge when it comes to MailChimp. And uh, give me a little background about you worked with a, a, a web developer at Cyberwoven. What is Cyberwoven? Yeah, so, How do you know MailChimp? Yeah, so um, Cyberwoven is a web development company in downtown Columbia that I used to work for. Um, I was a front-end guy there and... Uh, you know, when I came on there as an intern, they're like, hey, you get to do all the email templates for our clients because, you know, it was the real tedious work. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, right. Um, so that's where I got a lot of my exposure to MailChimp. And those guys down in Atlanta that run MailChimp are awesome. They've created just something that's super, super easy to use. Um, and for the most part, I imagine for most churches and production teams, it's going to be free because they've got a free tier that... Um, is great. You can have a ton of subscribers and you can send out like something like thousands of emails for free. It's yeah. Great. And the, the number of volunteers that are probably on production on our production team is not going to equal yeah. past a free account. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. All right. So you got five really cool hacks in working with uh, Cyberwoven and, and MailChimp directly. Um, you know, some kind of back end, some, some tricks. Give us the first one. Yeah. So I think um, something really useful for well, especially for me and my production team, is utilizing groups and custom fields um, that MailChimp allows you to do. So the way I have my um, list set up is I imported all my subscribers um, and I've got them under a list called New Spring Lexington, right? Um, and then, but within that, I've got everybody broken into groups. So I've got a production group um, and a band group. And within production, there's 
like audio, lighting, video, and load in and load out. So each of my subscribers has those attributes. Um, and then under the band group, there's vocalist, guitarist, keys, drums, stuff like that. Um, and you know, every subscriber would have one of those attributes. Um, but then also you can set up custom fields. So instead of just um, having their first and last name and their email address in that database in MailChimp, you can put in stuff like their birth date, um, their address, you can create custom fields, um, you know, anything, any, any kind of attribute you want, you can add that in there. So do you use MailChimp really as your roster? Yeah, yeah, pretty much for our production team. You know, okay. we use, as a church, we use Fellowship One, but just for my team, the guys I lead, um, I kind of like to use it as, you know, my roster. So tell me the difference between lists. Mm -hmm. Like uh, how I do it is I, I actually have three or four separate lists, and those are my groups. Right. Tell me the difference between a list and a group. Why why should I do it? Yeah. As so um, I, the the way my kind of my brain kind of works is I would say I would have a list for production, um, and then I would have a list for like maybe I would have a kids spring list or something right for kids spring volunteers or or the way my account set up is Lexington and the Columbia campus shared an account. Um, at one point. So there was a New Spring Lexington list and then a New Spring Columbia list, right? Um, and then those groups were could be the same between the two lists. But being able to separate that list into groups allows me to, this would be my point number two, segment my list. So um, if I wanted to create a campaign and just send it to production volunteers or specifically just load in volunteers, right? With just a few clicks of a button, I could create a campaign and just send it out to my load-in volunteers, or you know, I could send it out to all lighting, video, um, and audio, and load-in, load-out volunteers. So that would be all production. Or like if we wanted to do uh, a worship vision event, right, um, or production worship vision event at that, um, I could create a campaign and create an evite, right, and send it out to all production and band. So it lets you kind of break up your one huge list into little chunks, and then you can work with those little chunks and say, do I want to send something to just my audio guys or just load in, load out, or everybody, right? That's cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Okay, number three. Number three would be use the import and exporting subscribers feature. So you can you can bring your list in and out of MailChimp um, using this feature um, and using like uh, Excel or just a CSV document um, or a tab delimited document, right? And so this is great. So you can open up Excel and dump all your volunteers into an Excel spreadsheet. So and you got an instant spreadsheet yeah. roster. And, yeah, instead of, of having to go through and manually import every person individually, right? That takes a long time. You can you know, do hundreds at one time. But then the export feature is awesome because I can also export a CF, CSV file um, with all my all my like list subscribers, right? Um, and then if I wanted to go to something like Eventbrite and create an Evite, right? Then I can use that same CSV file and import everybody into Eventbrite and it's easy as that to have everybody in there to shoot out of Evite. Saves you loads of time. Saves you so much time. Man. Okay, that's three hacks. When we come back after this break, Johnny's gonna give us two more. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Church Media Podcast with Carl Barnhill. We're not gathered here united tonight because of the name of our teams or of our schools, but because of the name above all names, Jesus. I wanted to come here today because five of my players are here. 
five of my players that have been mistreated. I play for a team that doesn't even want me or anybody like me. And I have not done enough to stop. Now, at the beginning of this season, my team gave themselves to love. I'm asking you to stand up right now and make a decision to change, to forgive, to choose Jesus. just happened. I went home and I prayed. I want whatever my players have. I believe. I believe and I want to be baptized. Nobody out there knows what's happened with this team. But when you win on this day, they will! Look at the changes to these boys, Owen. This is a public high school. I want you to stop all religious activities until this board has taken this matter under full review. I think I'm gonna get hit no matter what I do. I got some tough decisions to make. The Jesus Revolution has a symbol. Because there is one way. Are you leading this? No, sir, I was an atheist last week. The kids, they're leading me. The good book says, without a vision, the people perish. I say, go give it to them. Woodline. Do you believe in miracles? Yes, I do. I am one. In theaters now. Get free resources for your production team at 1230media.com slash woodlawn. All right, welcome back. We got Johnny Holly in the house, and we're talking about MailChimp hacks. Johnny, you got two more for us. Yeah. Number four, man. Yeah, so number four, automation. Man, we've been talking about saving time, so automation is really awesome. Um, The way I use it is... Um, every morning at nine o'clock, I've got a task that runs in MailChimp and it checks um, a custom field. So it checks birth dates against today's date. And if today is somebody's birthday, then it automatically sends out a happy birthday from our production team email, wow. which is really awesome. And it's a really great way to care for your volunteers, right? And it's automated. All right, we're down to our last hack for MailChimp. Give it to us. Yep, number five, useful content is key. And what I mean by that is, don't add in like three paragraphs in every like every week's email. Don't have three paragraphs that same say the exact same thing. Keep it really short. So the way I like to structure my emails um, would be at the top is a really really short devo. Um, then need to knows for this week bullet points. People like stuff that they can just you know skim through right. Um, and then right at the end, um, I would put just a couple bullet points for here's what's coming up and the five or six really big things. Um, that are coming up over the next month or two that your volunteers need to know. So you have the same kind of template, but it's not the same content. Right, right, yeah. So if if I was writing you know, a friggin' essay or whatever, right, um, they wouldn't be able to just look at that and see what's changed, right? But keeping stuff really short and concise and bullet points um, is, you know, people can look at it on their iPhone. It's not super intimidating to read, um, and they know what's going on. So uh, tell me about, this is not one of your hacks, but tell me about reports. 
and how you can check reports about who's reading and clicking and how much they read and how much of that do you do and and, uh, what's valuable and what isn't. Yeah, so I don't really use reports a whole lot, but it has been helpful when I've got a guy that says, hey, I haven't been getting your emails or whatever. I can pull it up and say, yeah, it's been delivered or it got bounced back to me for some reason. But if it's been delivered, then that's you know indication that, oh, maybe it got delivered to their, their spam folder or something. They need to check that. Or uh, somebody can say, hey, I don't remember you sending this. And you know if that's a recurring thing, I'd be like, hey, bro, you opened it up and MailChimp's telling me you opened this email five times. You know, <laughs> I definitely, I definitely sent the information to you. You know, so yeah. uh, reports is a really cool way to just check um, clicks. Like if somebody clicks a link, um, kind of keep up with are people using your emails? Are people reading them? Are you, and that's a really good way to to figure out if you're providing them with useful content. So if you know that your open rate is twelve percent, right? you're not really delivering them useful content. Um, but if you've got, you know, 50, 60, you know, I don't know, maybe that's a good thing, you know? Yeah, what's a good open rate? And I'm wondering if the open rate should be different on like a, a, a marketing campaign rather than sending it to your volunteers. Should you yeah, be like, yeah. it needs to be 80, 90% here, guys. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm delivering like mission critical information for the week, I would expect that open rate to be pretty high. And that's, you know, generally what that um, email is, is mission critical information for this week. Here, you need to know. So I expect that to be, to be rather high, close to 80%. So if you find that out that uh, not a lot of people are opening up your emails, how do you coach up? How do you pastor minister in that area? Yeah, so, well, first I would say, hey, am I providing them useful content, right? Um, and if I am, then, you know, when we get together to do team huddles or whatever in the morning, I can just kind of press in and say, hey, guys, I write this email every week. And it's really important that you know that so that when you come on Sunday morning, you're prepared to, you know, you have all the information you need to make service excellent. Cool. Hey, man, thanks so much for, for hanging out and joining me and, uh, and giving us five MailChimp hacks. Yeah. Thanks <laughs> for having me. All right, I want to thank you for joining us on the Church Media Podcast. My hope and prayer in this podcast is that we can learn from each other. We can learn from Jonathan and others how to create experiences where people meet Jesus and where they take their next step with him. Let us know what you think. Shoot me an email, carl at 1230media.com. You can leave a review of the show in iTunes, or you can go online to 1230media.com forward slash podcast. Get all the show notes, leave a review talk to us, communicate, let me know what you think about the show. I want to thank my producer for this episode, David Michael Hyde. David is a contemporary composer and music producer for film and digital media. You can find more about David at davidmichaelhyde.com. Thanks again for joining me this week. Go out there, guys, and create some amazing experiences this Sunday. I'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening to the Church Media Podcast. Get the show notes for today's episode at 1230media.com slash podcast. And be sure to rate and review this podcast in iTunes. For more free church media resources, visit 1230media.com. We'll see you right here next week for another episode of the Church Media Podcast.